Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, we're beginning tonight's shear in the beginning of Simon Vav, which is the last line on page Yud Aleph, about to turn on to page 22. As opposed to most, most nights when the Machaber Ramah is very short and the Mishabur is, is longer, here the main thing, if you look at page 22, is the Machaber. And what we're discussing tonight is the Bracha of Asher Yotzer. It's really touching the Bracha of Asher Yotzer, which is why it's so important that we say it many times a day and uh, to know exactly what we're saying, what kavanas we should have, and what the bracha is referring to. So, the simon in general is the din of birchas asher yotzer, and a lokai neshama upeirushov. So, for tonight it's asher yotzer, and then we'll get into other halachas of lokai neshama and other halachas as well. So, the Machaber tells us, When a person goes out of the bathroom, he should make a bracha of asher yotzer es ha'odom b'chachma, Shebriyas ha'odam hi b'chachma nifla'a. That's the first pshat. What does it mean? Asher yotzer es ha'odam b'chachma. That the creation of man was with tremendous chachma, tremendous wisdom. The yesh mefarshem. Now you ready to go on to the yesh mefarshem. There's three pshatim and what it means that we were created b'chachma. Um, so number one is that it was just, a, just the creation of man in general was with tremendous chachma. Shot number two on the top of page 22. The al shem shaguf ruach We'll explain this a little later on in the Machaber, but basically that, that a human being is like a big balloon with holes in it. And usually, if anyone ever tried it, if you make a hole in a balloon, the air comes out. But the chachma in the creation of man is that we are like a big fat balloon with different holes in our body and our neshama stays in and we don't just... We don't just uh, deflate. That's the word we're looking for. Right. That's, that's shot number two. And we'll see that more later on. The yesh mefarshim b'chachma. A third shot of what it means that we were created b'chachma. They're on the table. B'chachma is, Shehiskin mezonosov shel adam harishon v'achakach b'ra'o. Says the Mechaber, the chachma in the creation of man is not so much in the actual physical creation of man, but rather in that it was done in a chachmadic way that Hashem created Adam last. That first he created the animals and the, and the plants and the different things that a person could eat. Even though Adam Rishon couldn't eat the animals, but he could eat the plants. He could eat the fruit. Those were created first and then he created Adam. As opposed to creating Adam and him having nothing to eat. So the Chachma that we're referring to in the Bracha, according to the third Pshat, is that Hashem created the, the sustenance of man before he created man. So that's Pshat number three. And then he goes on. So that's Asher Yotzer Asa Adam B'Chachma. That's the Chachma, three Nekudos. So the Machaber continues and says, Pirish, what does that mean? Nikovim Rabin, many openings, Kigon Pe Vachotem Upitabas, like the mouth and the nose and the place where a person goes to for Gedolim. Those are openings of the body. The Gambarabo Ivarim Rabim Khalulum. He also created many limbs that are that are hollow. That have like airspace in them, like the heart and the stomach and the intestines. We continue in the bracha and we say, Now the Mishabur will point out that in our Nusach Bracha we say, We have the opposite. But the Machaber says, brings down first, if you would close up one of these openings, he says what we're referring to in the bracha when we say that if you would close up one of them, that's referring to the neck, the one neck of which is the mouth. 
that when a baby is inside its mother, the mouth is closed. Right? Like the Gemara tells us in Nida that the baby's inside, so the, the tibur is open, the mouth is closed, then when they're born, it, it switches around. And the mouth all of a sudden becomes open, the other part closes up. And if when a baby would come into the world, the mouth would remain closed, Dr. Dreyfus, they're on the table? They're, they're on the table, this farm. Then a person would not be able to exist for one moment. If the baby is born and his mouth doesn't open up, he's not able to cry or to breathe, so the baby would not be able to survive. So the, the Mishabura points out, I'd like to go back and forth with the Mishaburas here, if you don't mind. We don't usually do that. Usually we see the whole Mechaber, but let's just pause right here. So right here the Mechaber told us that we were created with Nekavim, Nekavim, Chalulim, Chalulim, Nekavim are the different holes in the body. Like when we go to the bathroom, our mouths, our nose, and the chalulum chalulum with different hollow um, limbs that we have, like our heart and our stomachs. And she'im yisasim echad mehem. So the, the Mechaber says kolomar, like he's lavdafking it. Whenever, whenever the Mepharshim say kolomar, it means it's not in the simple understanding. If you look at the Mishabura, I'm going to go backwards. Let's start from Sifkatan Gimel. He writes, Mishum digir soso hoyo i'efshar le'eskayim afilu achas. Since the Mechaber has the girsa in the bracha of Asher Yotzer, that if the, one of them, the Mechaber would be closed up, we would not be able to survive even for one moment. The Koshalo, the Mechaber is bothered. The Adam Sosim Piv Harbishos. We can close our mouth for many hours and we don't, we, we're not impossible to survive for a moment by closing our mouth. So what do you mean? That's why the Mechaber says Kolomar, meaning to say that if a moment a baby is born, if his mouth would be closed, he wouldn't be able to survive. Obviously, when a person is leading his regular life and his mouth is closed or his eyes are closed, he's able to survive. He's trying to make a pshat in Asher Yotzer with the gears of Afilu Sha'achas. Even if for only one moment, we wouldn't be able to survive. What opening, if it's closed for a moment, won't be able to survive? Only the mouth when a, when a baby is created. That's, that's what the Mishabur explains, what the Mechaber is doing, what's the Kolomar. means to say, meaning it's not the simple pshat, but he's saying this pshat of when a baby is born, to answer up why you wouldn't be able to survive afilu shoachas. Let's just finish that Mishabura. Aval minhagenu shalolomar afilu shoachas. Our minog, says the Mishabura, is not to say afilu shoachas, even though I know some do and some don't, but the Mishabura says our minog is not to. Kimo shekosav haram, v'chein muchach ba'aguda, ken kosav ha'mogin avram, v'chein mashma b'ir ha'grav v'ayin taz. So he brings many mafarshim that say that we don't have that girsa, but again, he's coming to explain why the Mechaber is kolomaring the, the, the Pshat and the Bracha of Im Yisosem Echad Mehem. Because he has a Filu Sha'achas, so it has to be the mouth when a baby is born. Let's just go back to the Mashim, the first two Mishaburas. Sifkotan Aleph, the Mishabura says that we, we, we said, Nekavim, Nekavim, Chalulim, Chalulim. Pirish, Eivarim, Chalulim. It's referring to limbs that are hollow. Velo Yomar, Chalolim. And it shouldn't just say the holes. The Becholo Shayach Bria. You don't create the holes. In other words, chalulim could, be, could mean, chalulim would mean the holes. So chalulim means the limbs that have the hollow cavities. Because you can't say the word creation on holes. You're creating what's around the hole, which from the middle of the hole is there. You don't create the hole. So that's why it says chalulim, chalulim, and not chalulim, which refer to the holes. Chalulim is the limbs that have the cavities in them, because that's a creation. You're creating the cavities around the, the holes. She'im saw same sekotan beis. Kain here, girsas rambam. This is the girsas of the rambam that you say, she'im yisasem. Before the imi paseach, aval girsa shalonu, but our girsa virashi virith varosh imi paseach kodem. Our girsa is imi paseach before imi sasim, like we pointed out. But the mechaber is explaining it. Lefi the girsa that he has, which is the girsa of the Rambam. Okay, let's go back up to the mechaber. So again, the mechaber is teaching she imi paseach achad mehem. His first shot was that 
out of the holes that we have, one is the mouth, and when a baby comes out into the world, if the mouth would not open, he would not be able to survive right away. So he says, I'm in the sixth line on top, at the end of the line. And from those limbs that have these cavities that are hollowed out, if one of them would be opened up, that's obviously easier to understand if a person's heart or intestines are ripped open, so then a person obviously would not be able to survive for very long. So that's the pshat of the chalulim chalulim. That's pshat number one. The Odeish Lafarish, another pshat you could say in the Imisase Nechad Mehem, Shegvul Yesh Adam Shechovan Nikavav Lasasim Viloyamos. There is a boundary in a person that he can keep his holes shut and he wouldn't die. Meaning a person can close his openings for a certain amount of time until he can no longer survive. The Kavan Shaavar Oso Hagvul, once that time ends, you know, a person's nose and mouth is being held shut for a certain amount of time, he Efsher Laskaima Filu Shaachas. From the end of that time and onwards, he can no longer survive a filu shaachas. So again, he's touching it now, not only with the mouth when a baby is born, but, but a lot of the limbs, it, once you get to the point where you can only survive another moment, so then if it's closed for the additional time, then a filu shaachas, a person wouldn't be able to survive. That is the second shot that he offers. Let's look at the Mishaburin, Sifkatan Dalid, E'efshar. A Vitsere Tachas Ha'alef. He says the Girsa is not E'efshar like we say, but E'efshar. Because this word E or A is really from the word Ayin, which is, it's like, it's not. The, the Shari Tshuva answers up the Girsa that we have with a Chirik, with, with a dot under the Aleph, which is the E. Which has the same meaning, it also means, you know, not. Rashi Taitches over there that e kavod means ain't kavod, so therefore it is okay. Our girsa, which is e efshar, instead of the girsa that he had of a efshar. Fine. Back on top, we are in the right smack in the middle of the page, in the beginning of the line, by the period. The kavon shebechlal hanikavim heim piha tabas or piha ama. Now he gives us a, 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 a new insight. And since included in these holes that we're discussing are the two holes with which a person relieves himself, the gedolim and ketanim. Included in the hallowed limbs, that if one of them would be open, we wouldn't be able to survive. It's the stomach and the intestines. Then it makes sense that this is part of the brach of Ashayatza that we say after going to the bathroom. And there was a coin to the pshat, the first pshat that he said, of is when a baby is born, it can't open his mouth. That's a very nice bracha, and we should thank Hashem for it, but what connection is that to going to the bathroom? Thanking Hashem afterwards that he opens the baby's mouth when the baby is born. It's not related to going to the bathroom. So the Mechabah is pointing out the second pshat, which says it's going on these limbs, that if you would close them past their gvul, you wouldn't be able to survive. Obviously included in that is a person being able to go to the bathroom. And on the chalulim, if they'd be ripped open, which includes limbs that he needs to go to the bathroom, therefore it's appropriate that this is a bracha that we say when we come out of the bathroom. The Efshar Ode, and it could be further, says the Mechaber, that if a person would be going to the bathroom too much, obviously if it would be uncontrollable, the person could die if it, if it gets out of control. So, and as opposed to before, he was saying the, the openings 
that are that if they would be closed up too much, a person wouldn't be able to survive. That was she'im yisaseim echad mehem. Now he's saying those same openings, if they would stay open too much, a person would die as well. If a person would too, too much would come out when a person relieves himself, that would not allow a person to survive either. So it could be she'im yipaseach echad mehem is also going on in the coven if they stay open for too long and a person is not able to control his, I guess, his bowels to to an extreme, he would not be able to survive. He would die. So then it's included in she'im yipaseach echad mehem who. And according to this chat, it's even more glaring how would be directly related to a person um, relieving himself, doing his needs. Now he moves on to the next part of the bracha. The end of the bracha we say, So he's going to address that he heals all flesh and he does wonders. So Rofe, the gears over here is with the brackets, Rofe Choli Kolbasar. And if you look in the Mishabura, just right away in the Sifkatan Hey, he writes, Rofe Choli, Bach Ushla Umata Moshe Kosfu She'en Lomar Choli. They say not to use this word Choli, which we don't. Rak Rofe Kolbasar, Vitaz Kosov Dishneha Girsos Hein Lechonos. The Taz writes that both verses are correct again. The Chalila Limchok Achas Men Ayin Shom, and you shouldn't get rid of either one of them. They're both fine Girsos. But for our Girsa, Rofe Cholbasar, Al Shem Shehanikovim Shebarabo Lahotzi Psoles Maacholo. Rofe Cholbasar is the Pshat that the holes that were created to get rid of the waste of the food. Kiim Yisapesh Babetin Yomus. If the food would get spoiled and just stick around inside the, the stomach, inside the, the intestines, a person would die. And therefore, he And therefore, being able to get rid of this of this uh, waste, so that's mamish a rofe Hashem is healing us. If it would just be waste remaining in the body and get spoiled there, a person would die. So Hashem is rofe by allowing a person to relieve himself of this waste. Umafli lasos and a person and Hashem does wonders. This is what the Machaber told us on the top line. In the Pshat already, originally, in one of his Pshatim of Ashayatar as Adam Bechachma. So here he explains it a little more. A person is compared to a, a balloon that's filled with air. If a person makes a hole in a balloon, like, the, like the, a small hole even of a needle, the air comes out. The the person is filled with holes. The Ruho and his his spirit, his his uh, air stays inside of him. that's a wonder. That's shot number one. That the Mafli Lasos is that we have holes in our body and our body stays intact, it doesn't just let all the air out. and we can explain further. Al Another shot of Mafli Lasos is that our bodies are able to separate out the good food from the psalas. The fact that Hashem created our bodies to be able to separate the good food that we need stays in and the psalas goes out, that's a wonder that that's able to uh, ha- happen. So that's a, a thank you to our Kodesh that is Mafli Lasos. He created our bodies with the knowledge of how to separate out the Ochel from the psalas and the psalas from the Ochel. And then he brings another pshat, a third pshat in the Ramah. The Ramah brings another pshat. V'odyesh lefaresh, another pshat we could say in Mafli Lasos is the Ramos says, not like the Machabi was first saying. The Machabi was first saying, we're like a balloon with holes. The air should go out, meaning we should die. We shouldn't be able to survive. The Ramos is saying, no, the fact that we have a neshama that's put in our guf 
and we're able to have a spiritual being together inside a physical being. Right? That the ruach of a person is inside. Hashem ties together a spiritual thing with a physical thing. And that's all because Hashem is the Rofei Kolbasar. Because Hashem is the Rofei Kolbasar, that's why a person can be healthy and his neshama can be guarded inside his body. And the Mishabura says on that in Sifkatan Vav, Dabar Ruchni, Ube Kavanos Kosov, the Kavanos writes, the Haneshama Nenis Me Ruchnias Hamachal, the Guf Nene Migashmias Hamachal. We know if a person doesn't eat, so a person dies. But when a person dies, his Neshama leaves. So why, why does it affect his Neshama when a person doesn't eat? So they explain that the Neshama benefits from the Ruchnias aspect of the food, and the Guf benefits from the physical aspect of the food. So they're, they're, again, they're working hand in hand. And therefore, the Magen Avram says that the the neshama and the guf work together. Their mamish tie together, and they're benefiting from the same food. Different aspects of the same food, but they have to link together. And that's how the Ramah explains that Hashem is rofei cholbasar umafilasos. For sure, the brachos, but there has to be. I, I would assume that there's more to it. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I don't know if. We're <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the, I, I, yeah. I like to say. In other words, I agree with what Yitzchak saying. There's definitely, you know, English and Shemayim. They're outside things, but it just sounds from here that it's that it's going more like what David's saying that. Uh, that everything that's in the world has a ruchnia side and a gashmia side. That's, just, that's the feeling I get. That, you know, it's the, it's the kavanas. I, I don't know if it's from the Arizal, but probably from the Arizal, some more like heebie-jeebie concepts. The ones that we can relate to certainly are the kavanas a person has when he's eating, the brachas that a person makes, you know, maybe like you said. But uh, it seems to be that there's more to it. It seems to be that from the food itself, there's a spiritual aspect of the food that nourishes, but I, I, unfortunately I can't explain anymore. Okay. That is, if we have these kavonas, it's kadai the chazadis over, and to review them, we say ashiyatzer to have, you know, to have the proper kavonas, even, even one time a day or one time a week or you know halavai every time. To have some of these kavonas to really fully appreciate the wonders that Hakadosh Baruch Hu does for us. That a person goes, goes to the bathroom, all these different kudas that come in. So that's why this is a very, uh, very important uh, sif. Okay, we'll start. We'll start on the next sif, which is really for tomorrow night, but we'll get started. Because actually there was not uh, no notes on this on this whole whole sif. Everything was very clear cut in the mechaber, I guess. The mishabur made a few uh, adjustments, and now let's go on to halacha beis. Okay, zok the mechaber and sif beis. We're on the very the, the bottom of the mechaber on page twenty-two. So we'll we'll start this sif. So it's a it's a long one, and we'll go into great detail till tomorrow. But we'll start it tonight. Yesh no hagin lahantin levarech al natilas yadayim. Advoam lebeisa knesses um misadrin also im shar habrachos ubenei svara lo nohagukein. This is something that's been brought up. I don't know who's keeping up exactly over Pesach with all the halachos, but it gets very complicated and it, it keeps coming back. But here the mechaber says it's nice that we're back together and it, it brings it brings it up again. We can summarize what we had earlier. But there are those who are nohig to wait. To, we know in the morning we said when you wake up a person should wash nagelvaser and then you have a bracha of alnatilas yadayim. So the mechaber here says there are those who are nohig. To wait to make the bracha of Anatilas Yadayim until they get to Shul, and they put it together with the other Birchas Hashachar, and then he writes, Ubnei Svara Lo Nohagukein. 
And the Bnei Yisrael are not knowing this way. So let's just read a Mishabura with a few notes and then we'll stop for today. The Mishabura says, Lahamtin, Kabbalah mi Rabbi Yehuda Chassid. The Mishabura in Sifkat and Zion says, there's a Kabbalah from Yehuda Chassid. Hayotze mi Beis ulo Beis HaKnesses. One who's leaving his house to go to Shul, Kodem Shi Yispalel Yomar Pasuk Shema Yisrael. This is the, the Mepharshim bring down that it's, it's for a Shmira, that a person before he leaves his house when he's going to Shul should say Shema Yisrael. Now this is, as we'll see later, this is the Shema that we say, you know, in the, in the, between the Brach and the Karbonos. The Shema we say over there is based on this, that a person who is saying it for the Shmira, for other reasons, he should be Mechavin not to be Yotzi with this Shema, the Mitzvah Zayah Kriyashma. Unless he's afraid that by the time he gets a Kriyashma in Davening, it's going to be past the Zman of Kriyashma. Otherwise, he should have Kavana not to be Yotzeh. So let's, I'd like to look at note number two, a very interesting note. He's, it makes a beautiful diak in the, Macha, in the, in the Mishabura. The Mishabura says, He does it, he's Madag, he doesn't say, don't have kavana to be yotzei. He says, have kavana not to be yotzei. It's a very big difference. Have kavana specifically not to be yotzei. So if you look at note number two, he points that out. Kan That when a person is saying shema earlier than he wants to really be yotzei the mitzvah, he should have kavana not to be yotzei. It's mashma that it's not enough not to have kavana to be yotzei, but you have to have kavana not to be yotzei. The chen kavan. And the Mishabura writes the same thing later on in the Biralocha as well. Because we have to be concerned for the Shittas that holds Mitzvah Ain Srikos Kavana. So Machlokas that we'll get to later on, we hold in general Mitzvah Srikos Kavana, but some say Mitzvah Domni Kavana. So if you're just not going to have a mind to be Yotzei, you're automatically Yotzei, let be the one that says Mitzvah Ain Srikos Kavana. But by having specific kavana not to be yotze, then you're not yotze even according to the man that says Mrs. Eitzrichas kavana. So you cover all your bases by having kavana not to be yotze. On the bir alocha lekaman kosov rakshlo lotzes. Later on the bir alocha writes differently. He says it's enough just not to have kavana to be yotze. The low kosov shetzarach lechavin shlo lotzes. So then the, the bir alocha says it a little differently. And so too when a person walks into shul and he finds that Tzibur saying Kriyashma You walk into shul and saying Shema, you're supposed to say Shema with them. The Mishibur right there, If you didn't yet daven, you didn't say Kriyashma yet, You shouldn't have Kavanah to be Yotzi with that Kriyashma. The low cost of Shetzar Lachavin Shalolotzes. He does, the Mishibur doesn't say over there, Hakavana not to be Yotze. He says, Don't Hakavana to be Yotze. So Rechaim Kinyaski says, Shigan de Simen Samachay, Kavana sa Mishibura, Shechavin Shalolotzes. So Rechaim Kinyaski seems to say, That's what the Mishibur means in all these places. What he really means to say, always is like over here. That you really, it should, it's not enough not to have Kavana to be Yotze. You should have specific Kavana not to be Yotze. Because you want to make sure that you're not Yotze yet according to any Shita, even the one that says, Mitzvah's ain't Shichas Kavana. So Rechaim Kinyaski is saying, obviously it seems to be a steer in the Mishibur, you have to go through all the different cases, but Rechaim Kinyaski seems to understand that they all really mean the same thing, and that is, you should have Kavana not to be Yotze. Fine. Let's just look at one more note over here. Um, note number four. The Mishibur said to look later on, we'll write in Simon Mem Vav, so, Shom Kosov, the Mishibur writes later on, Shechavin libo kedin kriyashma, 
Vigam Yechavin Lotzei Shidei Mitzvah Kriyashma. This is going on. That which we just said that you should have in mind not to be Yotzei unless you're afraid that you're going to miss my Kriyashma. Then you should have in mind to be Yotzei. So we're talking about over here the Mishabu is going on when you when you want to have Kavanah to be Yotzei. So you should be Mechavin Libo Kedin Kriyashma. Vigam Yechavin Lotzei Shidei Mitzvah Kriyashma. Vyesh Omrim Sheikra Eskola Parsha Harishona. Because there's a discussion by that Kriyashma that you're saying when you leave your house or for whatever, for whatever reason you're saying it, you just say the Pasuk, the Pasuk Rishon of Kriyashma. But here if you have the Kavanah Biyote, some say you should say the whole Parsha Rishona. But if you have the Kavanah for this to be your Kriyashma Bismana, then you have to say all three Parshios. You want to also get in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim during this Man Kriyashma. The host of Shana Mishibur adds over there also, Shebiyom Chol Imadayan Loeniach Tfilin. If it's a weekday and you didn't yet put your Tfilin on, Lo Yechavin Lotzei Sidei Mitzvah Kriyashma Ba'amiras Pasukze. Again, this is assuming you have time later to be Yotzei, then you should not have you should have Kavanah not to be Yotzei with that with that Pasuk. Omnam in Me'ez Asiba Eino Yochol Amirach Oz Tfilin Eina Davar Ma'akiv. If you have no choice, right? It's nice as we'll see later why a person should have Tfilin on when he's saying Kriyashma. Ideally, you should not have not have Kavanah to be Yotzei. Your chiv kriyashma until you have your tefillin on. But if for some reason your tefillin are going to be delayed till after zman kriyashma avada, you can say kriyashma without tefillin on. Okay, let's start. We'll start the next the next sif. Sifkaton ches. Right. So we said that there are those who are knowing to wait to make the bracha. That first mishabur had nothing to do with what the, what the mechaber really said. The mechaber said that there are those who are knowing to wait with their alantilasayim until they get to shul. The bottom of page 22. This is specifically if he's going immediately to shul. He gets up in the morning, he washes Negevaster, does what he has to do, and he goes straight to shul. So then there's a minhag to wait with your Al-Natila until you're in shul. But if he's going to learn after he makes the Tila Sadaim in the morning, before he goes to shul, the kosher king is Shemafsik Besicha Betela. Certainly if he's going to be schmoozing with someone before he goes to davening, the Achaz the Holech Lebeisak Neses, and only then he's going to go to Beisak Neses. Umavarech Shom Al Natilas Yadayim, and then he's going to make the Al Natilas Yadayim after he learned or after he shmuts with his friend. Lukuliyama Lo Avid Shapir. Then, according to everyone, he's not doing a good thing. The Yesh Hefsek Godol Be Natilu LeBracha, because then there is a great Hefsek between the washing of his hands and the Bracha of Al Natilas Yadayim. Kilo Kamot, like we'll see later on. Al Kain, therefore, Osam Sha Omrim Tehillim Kodem Al Natilas Yadayim Lo Yafahem Osim. Therefore, those who say Tehillim before they make the brach of Al-Natil after they wash, they're mafsik with Tehillim, they're not doing the right thing, they're not doing good. They have the hefsik gadol, because that's the big hefsik. Kosov ha-levush osom she-omrim Tehillim tov yosher she-omru kodem ayin shamatam. The levush says that those who say Tehillim, it's better that they should say it before the Tehillim, and look over there for the reason. Okay, I'd like to stop here for tonight, and tomorrow we'll go into greater detail, we'll finish this Sefer Mitzvah you have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.